A long day in L.A. got a little more worrisome and worrisome for Packers fans wondering if Green Bay was simply off a bit Sunday or if the team's now been exposed for others to exploit moving forward. Joining us live, the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee on WTMJ. First of all, got to ask you about the drinking game. How many times did you call the Chargers San Diego? I don't know. Somebody, uh, our old friend Phil Cianciola said I did it once in the first half. I, I don't know. I was on the verge of doing it a couple of times in the first half, but I think... Uh, I think after that, I, I was uh, well within where I was. Only one, not bad. Well, let's talk about what happened yesterday. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, it really, Green Bay never in this game at any point. Do you think this was just a one-off, or, or are there some serious issues that have to be addressed moving forward? Well, the issues that were exposed yesterday have been exposed. Um, the rush defense came in ranked 24th in the league, 28th in average yards per running attempt. And yesterday, the Chargers, a team that had not rushed for 40 yards in a game in the last four weeks, rushed for 159 yards on 38 carries. Matter of fact, take out the two kneel downs at the end of the game. They had a buck 60 on 36 carries. So um, that's really concerning right there. And uh, the big plays, there were a couple of them in the game. Jair Alexander got beat by Mike Williams for a 50-some yard ball, but beyond that, I, I think they, they did a little bit better job there, but really, the fact that the Chargers were able to take the football and command it and, and run the football, I mean, the Packers had seven plays in, in the first quarter, they had, uh, uh, what, 23 plays, I think, totally in the first half, and the Chargers had an a 11, almost 13-minute time of possession advantage in the game, that tells it all. Wayne, in previous games, if they didn't do well in the first half, it seemed like they kind of got reconstituted during halftime, and that just didn't happen this time. Yeah, Jane, I always felt the same way. I thought, you know, okay, they're going to make some adjustments here. Mike Patton will adjust things, that type of deal. But they were never able to find um, much of an answer. I mean, the offense moved the ball more out of desperation a little bit in that second half. But the defense really continued to struggle the same ways. And Phillip Rivers continued to pick them apart, and and the Chargers moved the ball on the ground. But... um, you know, and again, the Chargers have Melvin Gordon. He's a thousand yard back, but he hasn't been this year. Um, he looked much better yesterday. They have Austin Eckler. He's more of a receiver out of the backfield. Um, the fact that the Chargers ran the football the way they did against the Packers, that's the thing that worries me the most. Wayne, what if anything positive can the Packers take from yesterday's performance and move forward to Carolina with? Good question. What do you think? Uh, I'm I'm up for any answers on that. Uh, I don't think Devontae Adams came uh, back and didn't hurt himself, which is good. Yeah, I don't think you take positives out of a defeat like that. I really don't. Um, You go back to work, as Matt said after the game, and and you go and you get it done. You you, you can only go back to the drawing board. Yeah, Devontae returned, but Aaron Jones was kind of AWOL in that game. You know, he had what, uh, he led the team in rushing with about 30 yards or thereabouts, and and um, didn't have, you know, you look at the, you look at his production in the air. Last week, what do you have? 290 yards or 250 yards of offense in the line of scrimmage. And, you know, Aaron Jones had one catch for minus one yard. He uh, rushed eight times for 30 yards. Um, now, part of it is this. The Chargers controlled the line of scrimmage, and they controlled the football. They ran 68 plays to just 49 plays for Green Bay. That tells it all. And their time of possession advantage was almost a full quarter more than the Packers. Those things are huge, folks, and they tell you a lot. If you didn't see the game, they tell you all you need to know about the game. Wayne, going back to Devontae quickly, this was something that was discussed throughout the week last week about how the offense might look differently with 17 back in the mix. Do you think they tried to attack things a little bit differently yesterday with him back out there and maybe go away from Aaron Jones a bit? What was your interpretation of that? 
Well, they targeted uh, Devontae 11 times. He caught seven passes, but for just 41 yards um, with a long gain of nine. So um, I'm sure some targets that went maybe to Aaron Jones in the past went to Devontae this time. But, um, you know, what's hard about this is that the Packers had the football so infrequently in this game that it's hard to get a handle for what they were trying to do. And as Matt LaFleur said after the game, they really didn't get into their stuff. They, they didn't have the ball enough early in the game. I also thought another factor in this game, uh, the pass rush pressure that uh, the Los Angeles Chargers exerted from their great defensive end combination of Ingram and Bosa. Early in the ball game, they sacked uh, Aaron Rodgers. And, and um, the other factor in that was that I think that has a residual effect. Even though the, the protection was better in the second half, those early sacks, I think, had an impact on, on the way the Packers played offense. The other thing that seemed to hurt the Packers, timely penalties on their offense. I believe there were like three or four um, false start penalties in that first half alone. That puts you behind the eight ball. And when you get off schedule, it's hard to maintain possession of the ball. One, two, three, kick. One, two, three, kick. Great on the dance floor, not good on the gridiron if you're the offense. Wayne, we'll talk again later this week about the uh, upcoming game against Carolina. Sounds good, guys. Take care.